We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV and Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 43 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. If you listened to our episode last week, and really, why wouldn't you have? And if you haven't, go back and listen to it. It's really just a fantastic episode where we talk about musicals and about how we really should have done um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as our uh, episode for episode number 42. Um... But, yeah, if you were listening, that's what we talked about. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about Tom Hanks, who has done 42 episodes. Or, wow. 42 movies. That's Was it Tom Cruise? I have no idea who we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I literally... Did I say Tom Hanks? Yes, you yes. did. Okay, because yes, I have... Yes, you did. I, it's, it's warm in here. As it always is. that you now have a list of Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. No, what's even better... And I will, um, I will show this. Do you to have the Tom camera. Segura movies? No, like get I another have, Tom involved. I have at the top of my uh, at the top of my list. I'm gonna show it to my camera first, and then I'm gonna show it to you guys. At the top of my list of notes, it says not Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. All right, can I have that one again, please? Yes. All right. Absolutely. So we're not going to talk Coming about... Coming down in. No, not even. Not even. I'm just going to keep that in. It's more fun. We're not going to talk about Tom Hanks. We're going to talk about Tom Cruise. I can't believe oh, I man. did that. I had it written down, so I wouldn't do that. It is humid in Ontario. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're going to talk about Tom Cruise, who has done 42 movies, which it would have been really interesting to have done on episode 42. But as we established last week, we have no foresight. And as we established this week, I don't know the difference between Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's like the Even family that cut away with Tim Hawks. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Even when it's written down in front of me that it is not Tom Hanks, not I still... Managed it's still to. Tom Hanks. So the first thing on my list for Tom for Tom Cruise movies is you almost obvious. said it. Goddamn! <laughs> I know. The worst part is I was gonna do a joke about Forrest Gump, and I oh, still man. couldn't do it. Oh. And now you just can't. I don't want to talk anymore. Somebody else talk about Tom Cruise. Words. Okay. Well, I just gotta say that when I was going over the IMDBA page for Mr. Tom Cruise, <laughs> there aren't too many movies that aren't really good movies that he's done like I don't know if it's because he just did a really good job at you know picking or his agent only gets him like top top gun top notch level auditions but he has a lot of really good movies well yeah he's a superstar over the last like five six (laughs) over the last like five six years you know he's had a couple of drop off movies that have been kind of hit or miss Yeah, but you know, mostly hits. Like, if it wasn't oh, yeah. for the whole Scientology thing, he'd be fine. And yet, he's still managing to make big. Yeah, movies. he still does pretty well even with that. <laughs> yeah, like, good, good for you, Tom. Oh man, I'm gonna be doing this the whole episode. Just call him Tom. Good Just call for him you, Tom. Tommy boy. Tommy boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, I still, st- yeah. At least, at least he isn't, you know, uh, 
hurting people yet that we know of yet yet I don't want to say it because I'll just talk about his movies. I'll get, talking about I'll his get movies. burned like Kevin. He's Spacey. a good person making good movies. Right I mean, he's now, a weirdo. Allegedly. He's a weirdo. He's psycho, but he makes a lot of great movies. He does. Like even even like one that came out last year, American Made, the one where he uh, becomes the drug peddler for the cartel and he flies the aeroplanes. The that aeroplanes. movie, I went into it thinking, you know what, this is probably going to be a shit movie, but let's just buckle in, let's get through this, prepare for turbulence. And it was amazing. I still haven't seen that. So one yet. good. Me neither. I highly I've heard recommend good it. About that though, yeah, I heard it's pretty. It good. is unbelievable. Like, especially when he comes in, and like, there's one scene where he comes in, and he's like, "Oh, excuse me." He comes in, and he's like, "You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out of here in like five minutes." And then he just he's out of there in like five minutes. <laughs> he gets he gets turned by the feds, becomes a becomes the informant and just gets the hell out of there and you're like yes <laughs> yeah, no, I'll have to check that out I've been meaning to check out that one a few of his more recent ones I've missed a couple of them because they weren't prioritized enough in my mind but he does do a lot of good stuff like he is a he's a star like you know I feel like it's a little bit of a I feel like it's a little bit of both ends of it you know what I mean it's a little bit of him picking the right roles slash him fitting the roles that he does okay. very Slash well. people does that writing sense? movies for Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, definitely in the last like decade, I would say, especially like decade or two. Them, yeah. Like, um, since the two thousands, I would definitely agree with that. Like, a lot more movies written for him, like the Jack Reacher movies. Absolutely. Just, just they're, they're, to me, they're just a rip off of you know, Mission Impossible. Well, just here's the thing: they're based off a book. Yeah. They're based off books. Uh, Mike, Michael Conley, I believe. Yeah, and, I know where you're gonna go with this. I think. <laughs> and he doesn't. He's not. At, he doesn't actually fit the mold. Yeah, no, the like guy the, in the books like, like the Jack Reed. Yeah, he's like <laughs> six. Yeah, he's like six two. Like he's a big dude. The guy can't drive in the like at all in the books. Like he, all he knows how to do is be a military police officer. And you get over to Tom Cruise action mode, and like what he does fits the movie. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the character, if that makes sense. Yeah, and to me it was just a little too generic. Like I feel like that's probably where it suffered a little bit, is that they were trying to stick to like the book a little bit, but also make it a Tom Cruise movie. A Tom Cruise movie? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Jack Reacher ones. But we're talking about ones that we do like today. See, I, I actually I have those on do here. You? I okay. like the Jack Reacher novels, okay. but I also I liked the movies like just because... Okay. Just because of the Tom Cruise action aspect. All right, fair. Like, it's... You can kind of see, like, throughout his career how he, like... He started off as kind of that, you know, gung-ho, I'm going to be an everything actor, you know, just all over the board for stuff. And then just all of a sudden, he just slid into that action hero star. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, when I was looking at his... His filmology, I noticed that I haven't seen as much of his movies as I thought. Like... Like you, we, you said what forty two movies he has. I've definitely only seen like maybe like fifteen to twenty of them. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of his like eighties ones I have not seen, or like nineties and eighties nineties ones I have not seen. Like a like a good chunk of them. I'm like I did. So I've the so the your them. lifetime ones you've seen? Yeah, ex- pretty much. Like since okay. like that and like a couple like exceptions, you know, with like. Risky Business. And, oh, no, I haven't seen that. That's what I mean. Like You haven't seen Risky Business. There's a few oh, of his man. iconic ones I've just never gotten to because I just never think to slash I know a little too much about some of them. Like, okay. you're, you're going to hate me. I know we've talked about this before, but I haven't seen Jerry Maguire yet. Me neither. 
Fuck both of you guys. I also haven't I'm seen done. Risky Business, but I can picture it on the shelf in my living room. Well, that's what I mean, too. And then there's, like, Cocktail, where I'm like, I don't know if I've seen that. I feel like I have. I know the whole movie. Okay, what about A Few Good Men? That one is on my list. I like A Few Good Men. That's a great one. Okay. That's a great, like, just lawyer film in general, like, law film. Yeah. I like that. Like, yeah. I'm not the biggest well, That's what fan sucked me in, because yeah. I, I, I love that legal thriller stuff. Yeah, I'm not usually a big fan of, like, the courtroom type stuff, but they had a good balance of, you know, like, the fact that it had great actors and, like, a supporting cast with him with um, yeah. Jack Nicholson and... Jack Nicholson. You can't Jack handle him. the truth! Exactly. I can't iconic right so like definitely that like i feel like my list is very cliche tom cruise movies like okay like well then bandwagon tom cruise fan kind of would make my list because well then off the top of your guys's head what would your favorite tom hanks movie be <laughs> tom hanks <laughs> well, we all know what would your favorite game. tom cruise movie be <laughs> my favorite tom cruise movie that's a tough one it might i'm it's either the like just the Mission Impossible movies in general. I couldn't really pick one in particular. Like I like them all. Like okay. you know me when it comes to like yeah. series, I just kind of classify them all together. But I also like really liked his what he did in Interview with a Vampire with Brad Pitt. Like I watched that when I was younger, and I that was a, a weird times. one, but it was still so good. It's along my kind of weird though, right? Like because I like the idea that you know this vampire has been around and he just wants to tell his life story to somebody finally. And just you get these like flashbacks, and I like the like the pairing of Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. I feel like that must have been a big deal at the time because I think that was came out just before we were born or just after, like just around that time. It was the early nineties. I think it was like ninety six or something. Was it later it? in the nineties then? I wasn't sure. For some reason, I feel like it was ninety six. Nineteen ninety four. Oh, okay. So I was wrong. Like you were close. You guys were basically like straddling it. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't tell. Like I don't straddle early. nothing. <laughs> That's fair, but I just like interview with vampire. I like, like I said, I like the story. I like the diff- the cast in it, and I like his character in particular has just this like kind of manicness to him that I really like in it. You kind of like okay, he's able to go from this like completely kind of like calm and sophisticated to just being like smashing on a table, raging yeah. Tom Cruise, and I just really like that yeah. in that movie in particular. So that might be my. That or yeah, that or the Mission Impossible's. Mission Impossible feels like a cliche thing to say, but they're fun movies. Yeah. They're really good spy movies. Like, uh, I was watching a video about them the other day because they're not all on Netflix, so I can't watch them. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, I was just watching them. And I'm like, these are such like just great, pretty like unique spy films. Like compared to like, not compared to like James Bond, but like. I guess in comparison to James Bond and like the Borns, it is pretty unique in their premise and that they managed well, to think, stick to it for so long. Well, that and I, I think it's it's cool to see that like they're not overly working like in public stuff too, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of like secret layer work being done as opposed to like a lot of James Bond movies. You see them in the public trying to like blend in and then move into the the secret layer. Yeah, I or whereas. Or Jason Bourne is just like just trying to like infiltrate the system, so to speak. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> but uh, my my favorite Tom Cruise movie. This is this is a tough one for me personally. Yeah. Like there's there's a couple like I really loved Vanilla Sky. Like that movie's just so friggin' trippy. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> so trippy. I watched it in high school. I believe it was sociology class. I watched it in. But. Uh, Monsieur Marie. Yan. Yeah. No, I do believe it was um, 
Madame somebody. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I know I watched it in high school anyways. Yeah, it's not important. And it was really good, but like, I'm, I'm really torn. Like, I loved Jerry Maguire growing up. Like, that movie was amazing. Yeah. But, I don't know, Valkyrie, too. Like, when I was in high school, like, that was a, a yeah, phenomenal movie to me. Like, yeah. But I think uh, I think Far and Away probably is my favorite, favorite Tom Cruise movie. I love that the and three that, of the four that you picked I have not seen. Really? <laughs> None of those. You've never seen Far and Away? No. You've never seen Far and Away there, have you? No, I know what it's... I vaguely know what it's about. So it's like about it's, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman piece, leaving right? Ireland. It's directed by Ron Howard. Ron Howard! So now That's I know, what I know anything about it, yeah. They leave Ireland and they have some issues, like, uh, like with the landlord. landlord it's a period daughter, piece, though, right? Which is Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like potato famine Ireland. Yeah, okay, so that's, yeah. Everybody's See, I have an favorite. idea of what it is in my mind. I just never watched it. <laughs> Like those, and I don't know, maybe Tropic Thunder. Like his role in Tropic Thunder was just I, iconic. I had written down Tropic Thunder too. I like Tropic Thunder. Like um, we mentioned this, I mentioned this in the last episode. But this was another one where you saw his like lighter side. Like I always felt like he took himself so seriously when I was like first yeah. growing up. But then I felt like Brock of Ages in Tropic Thunder, especially. I'm a little bit more like, oh, I'd maybe get a beer with him if he drank beer like, like just tro tropic thunder i think was kind of one of his first movies post being described as a lunatic yeah after after his religious points of view came out yeah and like, this whole, was his first thing. one where he kind of like yeah. where he, yeah where he kind of like got to come out and be like i'm still just a dude yeah like i can be i can joke around i can not be so serious and that's what i really like about his tropic thunder roles just because it's like I felt like it was him kind of just the, being like, the no big, guys. hairy, bald, yeah. like, yeah. He's like, no, guys, seriously, I don't take myself that serious. That's just what you guys perceived of me yeah. all this you time. You think because I'm an action movie star, I'm serious all the time. Yeah. Have you guys not seen Red? Bruce Willis doesn't take himself serious all the time. Yes. Only like 96% of the time. He's still just a dude on you, Sundays. You haven't seen all of those directed DVD Bruce Willis ones. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Those well, are definitely Bruce Willis was, uh, yeah, but I'm saying like he, like Tom Cruise, he went through that arc, right, where yeah, he was no, just I, in stuff, and then he became an action hero. I guess that's fair. I don't really As opposed to that. Schwarzenegger, where he started off as an just action hero, action, yeah. and and then he started to branch into other stuff. Tried. He did a back. Tried to branch into other stuff. I love tried. Arnold. Tried. He never had a drama. No. <laughs> I can't. I want to see him in a musical. If I've seen Tropic Thunder. That's, That's uh, one with Robert Downey Jr. as a I, black guy. It's I got know Jack it's Black. Bothering me because I can't remember if I've seen it. Ben I Stiller. It's on Netflix, I should watch it based on it's what on, I'm. It's on the flicks. It's 100 percent on the yeah, flicks. Based on what I'm reading through this and who is in it, like I, sh I should have seen it. Yeah, I feel Probably. like if you had seen it, you'd be quoting it a lot more during this segment. Probably, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yes, I watched it this past week. For this episode, good call. I've watched it since episode forty-two, Man. so I got very psyched to you do this episode. You watched it in between episode forty-two and forty-three. Yep. Where do nice. you find the time, man? Where do you? I don't know. Find like sometimes time? you got you got to make time. You got to make time. Okay? Also, Robert Downey Jr. is a black man. He is. He's I, an Australian I black feel man, like I believe. I He's an Australian who's playing a black man uh, in the movie. Yeah, he, he okay, has, okay, he has okay. a very I feel like radical I remember, plastic surgery. I, I feel like I would remember something this ridiculous. Um, so I have not seen it. Yeah, I think it came out early 
That's 2008. Early high school. Yeah. 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 I'm in really early high school. If it we is. were even in high school. We were. We started high school. Yeah, in we would have been like grade 9, we 10. We started yeah. then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's bad at my high school timeline. Words. Anyways, Craig, you didn't tell us what your favorite Tom Cruise movie is or favorite ish. <laughs> Since we mentioned like four each, I'm gonna take two <laughs> yep. seconds to derail the episode by just saying that one of my favorite Canadian bands just followed me on Instagram, so I've made it. Nice. You're welcome. Who, who was it? The Darcy's. Who was it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know who that is, they're, but go Canada. Yeah. There. That, that's cool. Anyway, favorite Tom Cruise movie? Oblivion. Okay. Love yeah. that movie. That one's pretty Oblivion. good. Oblivion. I didn't write that down because I could 100% remember the difference between that one and Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. What happens in Oblivion? <laughs> Oblivion that one doesn't sound Oblivion's familiar. Oblivion's the one where they where he's like they're um he's he's a uh, it's him and him and the lady and they basically are, That does not help. I know. They're, I'm, trying, every one of his I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember it. Um so they're on they're on Earth or what you're supposed to assume is Earth and it's like a near future kind of thing and they're basically okay protecting the um like the the whole the whole idea Rich. is that humanity oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in hum- like a white suit yes, and exactly. I think morgan freeman's in it isn't he, he he's in the might be he might be thinking of elysium because those two came around the same time in yeah, almost the, the exact same movie the concept <laughs> of oblivion is that like humans have left earth and all they're doing they, is collecting they go to a football stadium don't they no 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 i don't think so I gotta no, rewatch like they don't go there, but they definitely do like the tour over it. I'm picturing the trailer. I'm a hundred percent sure Morgan Freeman's remember, in this. I've never seen it, Here, but let me get it. I'm um, sure of it. So yeah, the concept is that humans have left Earth and they're, uh, um, and basically they're left to protect the machines that are collecting the last of the resources from Earth. Okay. They're picking up water and stuff like that, and okay. um, there's going to be a spoiler here, just so that we're all aware. That's fine. Uh, if you have not seen the movie, you should consider it because it's fantastic. Uh, or at least I thought it was fantastic. Hey, Morgan Freeman is in, is in it. I, I haven't seen fucking it knew he was in it. He's <laughs> like some underground dude. Yeah, I haven't seen. I it remember. A lot. So basically, like he he's protecting the the machines, and then he runs into himself. Um, okay. Because it turns oh, out he's, just a, cl- one, he's yeah. just a clone, and they're responsible for their own different Section. quadrants and it's not that humans are being lifted off earth it's that the humans are all dead and it's aliens that are stealing the resources from earth and he eventually remembers uh. that and it basically ends with something along the lines of him attacking the alien or something like that i can't remember it's been a while now i have to watch it again yeah, i gotta rewatch this one now it too. is it's not on netflix no, no it was at one point they got yanked, along with most of Spongebob and most of Family Guy. I didn't even know Spongebob was on Netflix. It was. Family Guy makes sense to me with the whole yeah. Fox deal coming well, up. Well, you know what? Well, know. they took that off a while ago. Yeah. But there's only like six seasons left. The bastards. The bastards. Um, so yeah, Oblivion. Because I'd seen other... I think I'd seen other Tom Cruise movies by that point. I must have seen... Uh, Mission Impossible of some kind. Yeah, you probably saw one of them. I would have seen I, Ghost Protocol. Definitely, yeah, because that was <laughs> mid I saw. High school. Yeah, that was 2011. That was towards the end. I saw Ghost Protocol in theaters. Yeah. But then I it was Ghost Protocol straight to As did I. Scott, you were with me when we saw Ghost yeah, Protocol that in theaters. Yeah, sounds accurate. Because I remember the night we went to see it. It was a windy, very, very cold night. 
It was you, myself, I believe Sam was there, and Chelsea McFarland. And we had to take Chelsea McFarland back to Brock University, down in St. Catharines. And she decided we were going to go into like their common area so she could get some snackages. And we were in there, and we were both wearing like leather jackets. Okay. And okay. we were standing there, yeah. and there was a guy across the room talking... And then we were like, we were just joking, like, hey, these guys across the room, what if we have to get in a fight with them? And then one of them tapped me on my shoulder. Do you remember this? I don't remember taps- any of this. I'm like, this sounds like Steve no? was probably there, not No, me. it was you. It was 100% you. And he yeah. tapped me on my shoulder, and I turned around, like, ready to fight, because I'm not a fighter, but I was like, oh, my God, this is my first fight. And it was Sean Cottrell, a guy I went to middle school with, and we just... Hugged it out. We're like, that oh shit! I vaguely remember and we hugged too. it yeah, out. That's the part I remember, uh, like remember a little bit. Cause I just because I was like, whoa, I'm with my modern day best friend, and there's my history best friend. Well, I, I remember thinking, and it was like, oh yo, you guys are from Toronto, and then in my there was the little Toronto thing we do. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, we're from Milton. <laughs> it's technically like Oakville-ish. I'm gonna let this one slide, Scott. <laughs> This is literally a decade-old joke. <laughs> yes. I know. Toronto. It bothers, it bothers me, too. It bothers me, too. <laughs> but uh, we're both from Etobicoke. But, no, it was... Uh, it was that's That was the night we went to see Ghost Protocol. Okay. I'm, and my truck almost blew off the friggin' road because it was so, so windy, the windy and I do remember that because yes. that was post... I was getting, like, fishtailed all the way down. Yeah, because that was post your... Uh, what's it called? The tunnel cover getting messed up yeah yeah anyways that has really nothing to do with tom cruise besides no but it was ghost protocol (laughs) yes it was (laughs) anyways what are some more movies on your guys's lists of favorite tom cruise ones do you want it i guess i'll I'll, I'll hop on top of that i think my list is probably longer than yours probably well i've seen a couple mission impossible movies so i'm gonna put those on there those are movies I enjoy. Yeah, I just grouped all mine together. It's just Mission Impossible movies. Yep. That's yep, good. I did the same. It's yeah. hard to remember which one's which sometimes. I Ex- think I've seen number two the least number of times. I've I think I've only seen the newer ones, like the new the two newest one, ones. One two and three kinda link together for me. Those are movies like I have to watch them back to back to back. Just because like they they did have a little more in common yeah. before like three and then you know, Ghost Protocol came out. There was like a little bit of a gap. Yeah. Oh, there's. It, feel, yeah, it feels gap, like. Yeah, whereas one, two, three, like it feels like kind of like it might have happened. I think one, two, three are post two thousand, and then the rest yeah. are. Uh, no. Mission Impossible around. three came out in two thousand six. Oh damn! Okay, uh, I'm Mission way Impossible off. two came out in two thousand, and Mission Impossible came out in nineteen ninety six. Those are all two, newer than I thought. <laughs> I remember when Mission Impossible three came out. I was still in cadets. Like, it was, like, my first or second year in cadets. And I saw it in Ottawa because I went to a shooting competition at Connaught, the military uh, base there. And then we went into Ottawa, and I watched it there. Oh, I don't think I saw the third one in theaters. I think that was still around the time when my parents were pretending not to take me to violent things, even though I saw violent <laughs> things all the time. All the time. <laughs> that awkward parental stage. Well, I thought it was always ironic because it's like, oh yeah, we're having a movie night, and they'd put in like you know Nightmare Before Elm Street, which I'd be like, well, I'm not watching this, but they're perfectly fine with letting me watch it. But then it's like, oh no, I guess I want to take me to Expendables One or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's not important. 
but some other ones I had on Scott. Always. Um, but anyways, uh, some other ones I had on my list were like Top Gun, obviously, and Days of Thunder, and Rock of Ages, which we already yeah. talked about last. Obviously. Last callback. Callback. Callback to the last week. Yeah. Week. Or if you're listening to both the episodes in a row, it's only an hour, like it is for some other it, people. Yeah, it feels like it feels like we just did that episode, not that long ago. Time time flies when you're podcasting. When you're watching stuff. Absolutely. Like my listen, I, f- I feel bad. Like this is we're just like basically just saying, yeah, Tom Cruise is an awesome actor. He is Go an awesome actor. Stuff. He's well, in a billion this, things. This and is the problem we have sometimes when we choose an actor is that it's like, okay, what interesting. There's a finite amount of work to pick them. from. Yeah, there's yeah. finite. Well, he's got and, 42 films. And generally, it's, it's an, still finite. It's an we up know or the down number. thing. It's like, yeah, I like these ones. I don't like these ones. I like this about yeah. him. I don't yeah. like this. Well, I did enjoy his Family Guy cameo. <laughs> no, I you got an evil Tom laugh Cruise. coming, friend. <laughs> that was that was not the uh, that was not the last thing on my list. I have, I have other things. That was not scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, I minority the lions report. give me power. Minority oh, I report. That, that was a good one. one. I missed that when I, I was looking at it. That's a really yeah, good one. The, exactly. As another future the, tech one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of my my thing when it comes to Tom Cruise. Really, the rest of You've his done stuff more is than I realized. Weird. Yeah. I, didn't yeah, think of him yeah. as a, I never think of him as a sci-fi action guy, but now it's like, oh no, I guess he's done a few that are really. Good. He's kind of, yeah, he's he's kind of typecast into that uh, into that like edge of military, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of role, yeah, yeah, um, Which, in almost everything except for your like risky business. Yeah, yeah so, okay. so Top Gun, military, it. Jack Reacher, since he's military. Done the first, um, Mission Impossible, pretty much. He hasn't really done any of the not not too many non-action films. Well, let's see. Uh, Mission Impossible came out in '96. Yeah. He did Jerry Maguire in the same year? Which holy shit, dude! Yeah, that's calm not down with your film. Holy releasing. shit, dude! You calm down with your film releasing. <laughs> <laughs> who who the hell do you think you are? It was a different time. Freaking Tom Cruise. <laughs> like, say Josh hell? Brolin. We Jesus. at one point used to get sequels in the same year. Do you guys like? Do you guys know no, that the true. like Matrix that's true. two Matrix movies came out in the same year? Like that blows my mind to this day. That like nowadays we wait three years for a movie. But no, they the brothers who made the Matrix are ladies now. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. That was I another Family Guy. Family Guy <laughs> it's reference. A family Guy reference. Uh, One of them? No, that's the thing. They're both <laughs> brothers who made the Matrix are ladies now. He was in Austin Powers. He was. He played. He played Austin Powers. Yep, and and Austin Powers. Uh, he was in The Last Samurai. He was in yep. War. Of that the was Worlds. another amazing movie. Um, A lot of actiony roles were naming off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in Mission Impossible. He was in Rock of Ages. Okay, yeah, uh, so Rock of Ages is very not. But then, action. so so he did he did Rock of Ages, but then he did Jack Reacher, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, The Mummy, and American Made, and then the new Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, so now so now he's only from, doing action. From, yeah, so from 2012 when he did Jack Reacher, straight onwards, he's done only action movies, and he did which, yeah, so he did the new Mission Impossible movie, which is why we're yeah. talking about him, I assume. Yeah. Um, and then he nah, just is we can. currently filming Top Gun, uh, Maverick, which looks to be a sequel. Yeah, it's supposed to be a 
some kind of sequel sometime. I've, I've heard varied things about it. And then apparently he's got this other movie. What's the other one? But yeah, no, I think once he did like the few, the first few Mission Impossibles, he got like the itch for action. That's and then he hit a point. Been in. Yeah, because I think like like with Jack, the first Jack Reacher, I think he was allowed to like. I think he just hit that point where everyone kind of recognized him officially as only like an actiony star. Like they were like everyone got on board with it. I think, and it's that's like after that point, he's just like, yep. Just leaned into it, which I'm kind of yep. enjoying that he did. I like his, like most of my list is his stuff from like post that, like a lot of it. I took off a couple, like The Last Samurai. I'm like, I haven't seen that in like a decade. I guess I can't really say it. I like things with swords though, so. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can find any, any other good nuggets. In. Oh yeah, no, he was in The Outsiders. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, That's that was like his first movie. Yeah, uh, pretty much third movie he did endless love taps and then the outsiders i was gonna start singing tainted love but i was like that's not well i mean they were they were small roles but he did four movies in 1983 Hmm. the outsiders losing it risky business and all the right moves all the right moves yes as stefan dyortkovic did you say that right i hope so (laughs) If not, oh well. My apologies to whoever wrote all the right moves. Pick a different name. <laughs> that was not a right move. <laughs> you made all the right moves except for Tom Cruise's character name. Son of the bitch. He has six like, soundtrack even... credits. Well, that's because of uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Right. He, he sang. He was the lead singer in that. He was the... Uh, and... Uh, Technically, he's got two credits for Top Gun. I guess he must have two sang. Two song credits? You, yeah, you must have, er, he must have sang You've Lost That Love and Feeling and Great Balls of Fire in the movie. Because I can't remember. he's listed as a performer. Do they do like karaoke? I can't remember. It's been I a long like time a, since I watched like a Top mini Gun. Clip of that, and maybe that's like on the soundtrack. It's like those mini clips they would put of the movie in certain soundtracks way back in the day. I don't know if you guys ever had the CD for... Um, Armageddon, but that used to have just like, like fifteen second clips of like just lines from the movie, like Bruce Willis saying okay. something and something yeah. like that in between the songs. So maybe that's okay. what that is, kind of like he sang like a little like two lines from the thing in the movie, and they were like, oh yeah, you well, lost that love. Who's that? The Isley Brothers. I'll look it up. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's not important part. at all. Yeah. I just I feel like it's Isley <laughs> well, Brothers. Well, it is now, but fair enough. But uh, it's the Righteous Brothers. They're the ones that do that song righteous. that's in Ghost that I love and hate all at the same freaking yep. time because I love yep. that song, but I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that scene in particular. Yep. I think I think a lot of people hate that scene. Most, most but, people. But uh, Top Gun, like, I, lo- I know for a fact I love the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only two things that pop into my head when I think of that movie is I got the need. The need for speed yeah and scientology the family guy cutaway that is that yeah. is first and foremost and the second is the <sighs> yep sorry about goose yep he was a good man i'm sorry like that like that scene the and it's really only because of blue mountain state that is like 
I love the movie, but it just made it's iconic. Scenes made iconic from like other more, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Which is weird because I know I love the movie. And like that was kind of. Like, I went on a little bit of a Val Kilmer kick as a kid from yeah. that movie and from Batman. Of course. Like it just got me heavy into Val Kilmer for a while. And here we are today, and no one knows anything about Val Kilmer. <laughs> He's going to be in the new Top Gun movie. Thank it's goodness. Back. Bringing it back. It's like the mullet. <laughs> he better not have a mullet. I hope he does. I hope everyone grows mullets. Just he looks kidding, like don't he has ever. fantastic hair. I don't, I don't know. Hollywood hair. He he used to have fantastic hair. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I think speak he started losing it a little. Now. He buzzed it for a while. And I gotta Google this. He was in Scott. You tell us your yeah. Fantasies he was in an episode of Tom uh, Psych, 2014. He was. He was in the very final episode. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because they spend the whole the whole time talking about Val Kilmer's acting abilities, right? Yep. So they they squeeze that in when he's giving out his DVDs. Like at at the end of it, when like the DVDs of him saying goodbye, and they're like, I don't even know why they gave me this, because he he's the he's the detective. They always showed it like, hey, whatever your name is, like, hey, yeah. Tom or whoever. Like they he called oh, he calls out like they call out him. So then they made it Val Kilmer because they always talk about Val Kilmer's acting. Yes, just like they always talk about Billy Zane's beautiful luxurious hair. Yep. So they make Billy Zane the bad guy in the last episode, <laughs> and he's bald. Yep, I was just gonna say he. Uh did not have hair. <laughs> okay, Val Kilmer's hair is still pretty good. Like, post-Batman. <laughs> well, it's been like 20, like 15, 20 years since Batman. <laughs> what I'm saying is his Bruce Wayne hair was god-awful. Everything else is pretty good. Is, is this turning into a Val Kilmer episode? <laughs> it is now. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We ran out of Tom Cruise things to say. Well, we're we're talking Top Gun. I know. <laughs> Rain I Man is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Rain Man is a great movie. Rain Man is on that list of again. Haven't seen that Tom Cruise movies. I haven't seen it either, but I know it's on the list. Um, he was American made. Yeah, is that it? He, have we? He wrote have we Days of Thunder. I said everything on my list. Did he? To be honest, yeah. guys, well, I told he, you he I have not seen it that and many. He was in it. <laughs> He's a I didn't writer. realize he wrote it. Yeah, no, he's a writer. Oh, huh. um, goddamn. Yeah, let's see what other weird Tom Cruise things can we can we come up with. Yeah, let's just let's just figure it out because I feel for a second there I felt like we hit the pinnacle of Tom. Yeah, well, we can go through the truth, the trivia. Um, Are they gonna say the truth? No. Uh, Can't handle the truth. He was chosen by Empire Magazine as one of the hundred sexiest stars in film history, number forty-one in nineteen ninety-five. Um, he stopped to help a hit-and-run victim and paid her hospital bills. Hospital bills. The victim was you are struggling Brazilian today, actress Heloisa Venice in 1996. Um, he caused a stir, and this is kind of ironic. He caused a stir in the medical community when he claimed in an interview that Scientology cured him of his dyslexia in 1992. Maybe you should become Scientology. Uh, Freaking maybe. <laughs> Scientologist then after this episode. Catholicism isn't doing it for me, apparently. I'm telling your mom. <laughs> Was considered for the lead role in The Matrix in 99. I have, I didn't know that, actually. I did. Just like Iron Man, and I'm glad they went other ways. It just 
suffers I'm sure from dyslexia, Cruise... but not anymore. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Scientology. Yeah, thanks, Scientology. Um... Are we just going to read Tom Cruise trivia? <laughs> should, should we just that's, move on to what we watched? That's all I got, guys. He proposed to Katie Holmes at the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Um, Didn't we all? Emilio Estevez served as his best man at his wedding to Mimi Rogers. Oh, God, that's so weird. I always forget that he's been married a whole shit ton of times. His May 2005 appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1984 was named Fair. the number one celebrity meltdown ever. By TV Guide magazine. Were you, which, what year was 2005. that? 2005. Oprah Winfrey started. Yeah, where he jumps on the couch. Yeah. Is that before Britney shaved her head? Because I feel like that's a bigger meltdown. <laughs> I think that was after. Let's find that out. Let's not I remember them. I remember them doing the Tom Cruise meltdown thing in the War of the World spoof for Scary Movie 4, I believe, which was another really good Tom Cruise movie, War of the Worlds. Or the worlds, yes. I was like, he's not. Two thousand and seven. Yeah. No, but they. So that was before. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they. Uh, no, they. He was in War of the Worlds, but it was his meltdown on the Oprah Winfrey show, like him jumping yeah, yeah, on the no, couch no, and I freaking just, out. I thought you're what I just. That was the scene that the they they spoofed. Yeah. <laughs> he uh. was born in Syracuse, which isn't all that far from where we grew up. Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Yeah, that's I. This is all I got. He's five foot seven. Tiny, tiny Tom Cruise. <laughs> On Family Guy, he only comes up to your knee and is the same. Technically, that's about the same. The same. As, uh, yeah, technically, he's the same height as Stewie, and uh, he's capable of being shipped back in a box. You are gonna have a neat time, friend. <laughs> hey, Tom. You're really scraping the bottom of the Tom Cruise barrel. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with one more Tom Cruise I feel Family like we Guy reference. Have had so much more. I'm gonna hit you with one more Tom Cruise Family Guy reference, and then we're gonna move on to WWWTW. Yeah, okay? I feel like that'll have more productive. They do the cutaway and like, wow, this is even more, more shocking than the reason that Tom Cruise runs in all his movies. And it goes to Tom Cruise just walking, and then he has like a gay thought, and he's like, "You can't catch me, gay thoughts." <laughs> he starts running down the street. I do remember that reference, and I yep. thought it was a really funny one too. I was yep. just like, "Ah, he's got to be running the from ones something." <laughs> That's it. You can't catch me. <laughs> so um, I have a very short WWWTW list this week. I feel like we all week. probably do. Between oh, just over the last week, I had a lot of stuff going on, so I wasn't able to squeeze as much into the time frame as usually I can. Yeah. So all I watched was I started watching. What'd you say, Craig? This is professionalism right there. Yeah, my bad, guys. But uh, I started watching BoJack Horseman after we discussed it last or two episodes ago. I'm like five episodes in. And and how much do you enjoy it? It's okay. It's yeah. I wouldn't say it's my favorite show. It's a good time waster. It's good to have on in the background. It grows on you. It'll grow on you. But it's like I, it seems to be one of those shows that I'm probably just gonna binge watch. Yep. They just get her done and over with. But it's good. It's nothing special. It's good. It's kind of weird. I do like that the uh, I texted you about this, yes. Craig. I do like that his his agent, who's a cat, has. Uh, Jellical cats as her waiting waiting music on or hold music on her phone. <laughs> jellical cats and jellical do jellical. 
I got psyched. That's a callback to last week's episode about musicals and cats. <laughs> but uh, so I did that. I watched Weapons of Self Destruction, the Robin Williams comedy special. Oh, okay. Because Robin Williams is amazing. I'm trying to think what he's wearing in that one and whether I've seen it's a button it or down. Um, that's isn't that the one with the button down with the yeah, and he's sweaty as all shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, and, he literally, and he has like fifty-seven it's open a, water it's bottles. It's a Robin Williams that, comedy special, so yeah. there's a hundred water bottles behind him yeah. because that's his. Thing. And he doesn't finish a single one of them. He just nope. takes little sips yeah. out of all of them. Yeah, because he's was Robin Williams, which I still that want to know why tired. that he did that. <laughs> it still baffles me to this day. <laughs> Because he was Robin friggin' Williams, That's and he could true. do whatever he wanted. Yeah, very it true. fit his uh, fit his personality. Yeah, yeah. his over-the-top ridiculousness. Exactly, I loved it. which was awesome. It, There's your turn. It's no. Uh, you missed it, you idiot. It's it's no live at the Met, but it's pretty good. No, it's. Ugh. I think just live at the Met. I've never seen the video with no, it. I've only. I don't. I don't even it. want to see the video that goes with live at the Met if the, if it Some, even exists because it's I, f- just, I felt. I feel the same way. I wish I hadn't seen the visual for um, white male black I comic. I know the only one I looked up was the one where he does the uh, the joke about uh, about the period because I wanted to see why that joke hurt his head and his knees. Yes. <laughs> the. <laughs> Like I would, I would love to see the top part. I would love to see that as a that's, like a live. Like, that's got to be one of the only videos that don't exist. And you just yes. Like I don't even know if you need it at this point because you know John Mulaney's mannerisms, so you know what he's doing when he's talking because you can hear it in his voice. But like yeah, like I just I just really wish I could see it. Like that would just like, I'd love to see it. But well, when we're rich and famous, we'll pay John Mulaney to memorize the old top part bit and we'll have him come oh we'll just give him the cd and be like here you go john listen to this please just reperform all of this including the talk to about san francisco yeah and everything and then we'll bring in kyle canane as well yes so he can talk about whether he's in a lesbian friendly dog bar or a dog friendly lesbian (laughs) doesn't matter we're in san francisco have a good time uh so i watched that and i watched family guy and I watched Tropic Thunder. Good call. All that since last week, eh? I, I, I would have watched more if I had had the time, guys. <laughs> That's understandable. You run With a, small a time business. machine, we would watch all. Uh, all is all. Yeah. But Craig, what Who? did you uh, manage to squeeze in this week? Uh, so I watched more Final Space. Obviously. Right. Of course. Gotta watch more Final Space. Um, but we talked about that it's last a f- week. It's a phenomenal show. It's phenomenal so show. It, it's, it doesn't make yet? any sense. But it... And, and it's like, it's kind of heartwarming. But we kind of touched on that. And I, I think it's just like his emotional connection. Yeah. Gary's to, um, such a nice guy. Mooncake. He's a complete idiot. <laughs> like, and he, but he's so pumped up about stuff. Every Like, he's just so confident. He Gary's basically manic. Yeah. It's that Well, I mean, he was locked in a in a space capsule by himself for 5 but years. But he had Kevin, which is the uh which, like Kevin's job is to keep him from going insane. He hated Kevin right from the get-go. I'm here to the... keep you from going insane. I hate you already. I think that was part of the point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Was that he was supposed to hate Kevin because that keeps you from going insane if you like the person. Oh. 
There's a part I really want to talk to you about, but I, I don't think you're that far because I think it's the last episode. So I need you to finish this so we can talk about it because I want to just talk about it and laugh with you. How many episodes are there? Ten. Okay. I think I was on eight. Okay. So well, there's, there. you got to get through the next, next two okay. by next week so we can talk about this because yes. there's one part. Or I can just tell you. No, I'm going to watch it. Uh, you gotta watch it because it's so like it's not even a, a huge part yeah. like it's just what happens is so funny we'll, we'll talk about it next week hopefully excellent hopefully we'll remember that um, avocado <laughs> such a dumb name for a cat not a cat an a- avocado yes. and like when yes. I heard that I just yep. I pissed myself and then or like gato like little avocado like gato yep yeah. Uh, so I watched some Letterkenny because uh, our good friend Ray is not caught up. So I've been <laughs> watching a lot of that with him. Um, I watched uh, Theo Vaughn special again. No offense. Cause, cause no, no offense yeah. if you're in the game. This this family tree's got haters in the branches. It, Play Rudolph, <laughs> Uncle Danny. Go to bed. Telling me this musical masturbated doesn't take requests. <laughs> what kind of family is this, bruh? It's so family got this family tree got haters in the branches. It's so dumb, but it's so funny. Like we've talked about it before, but I think it's just the like the intensity of the delivery. Yeah. Like he says dumb shit, but he sounds almost smart. No, he's very smart. You can tell by some of his jokes that somehow managed to fly right over top they, of the head of his audience. Yeah. They were getting people at the movies. They got me. So I watched... Was I hate-crimed? <laughs> I, I, I knew I thought I was hate-crimed. Uh, he's so funny, so it was worth watching again. Uh, and then I started to watch Eliza Schlesinger's new special. And I made it like that 15 minutes in and didn't finish. Yeah. Um, I was kind of disappointed. It feels like I've already seen it. And I don't like that. Um, Do you think we've just grown as comedy spectators? It's possible, but I can watch John Mulaney like 20 times in a row. That's true. Still that's, love. true. that's why I didn't every look. I'm like, you guys talk about the same four comedians every week. <laughs> what do you mean growth? <laughs> no, it's, it's you guys just got your four you're set with and you just don't exactly. want any more. You're just like, why are these other people taking up space? John Mulaney's like, why are there other Netflix specials? Tom Segura, uh, Kyle Kinane, John Mulaney, John Mulaney, and um, uh, Nate Bargatze. That's you say John McCain, John Mulaney, and uh, oh. Nate Bargatze. Who are we missing? That's well, Christina P. But she's only got one special. I just texted her number. <laughs> I I also very much like um, Kyle Kinane. That's the other one I was thinking and, of. And I also, I also like Chris D'Elia. Right, Chris D'Elia. Sometimes I, can, I forget about him. Even though Joe I Rogan's him funny like sometimes. That's yeah, the thing, is those, the, the, the four or five that we talk about the most are the ones that I quote on a weekly basis. Yep. And even even old Eliza, like I liked her other yes. three specials. Well, yeah. Like I, the, the first two were really funny. Hashtag, hashtag Raptor Vag. And then the like third one took a step back. Well, I it's found because it was all callbacks. Like, and yeah, she even ref like she pointed it out. It's one thing if you 
it, it's one thing if you make a reference to an old joke. It's another thing if you point out the fact that you made a reference to the old joke. I don't That's like true. that. And then it yeah. seems like she's found the thing that makes most of her people laugh, and she just continues to hit on that. Which is the, the which voices. is the weird voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like no, you've you're saying the same thing you're just saying kind of like jim gaffigan did exactly it's where now he just talks about being fat and liking food yeah it feels like jim gaffigan or uh what's his name russell peters um or kevin hart yeah yeah these these people who they they just keep they keep going back to the well where they manage to find their niche in popular mainstream comedy and which is unfortunate because i used to love jim gaffigan and i loved kevin hart as comedians yeah, and I don't like that. I think that's what really draws me towards uh, John Mulaney because exactly. all his shit is just stories. Yeah, and it's all—it's like—and that's why I like it's, it's all different too. Like, or even yeah, like Patton Oswalt, like yep. talking for clapping. Like it's just I like stories. Cool. Yeah, and then Annihilation was just worse. Yeah. Ugh. How to laugh at somebody dying is Ooh. should have been the subtitle for yeah an, for Annihilation. <laughs> That, yep. yeah. Dark. It was a sad comedy special. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Very much so. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty... I, I, I just found it was tedious. I, I, it started to pick up kind of a bit of pace towards the middle of it. Um, but that's as far as I got. I was just like, I'm not going to waste any yeah, more Yeah, I think time. I was like 20 minutes in. Yeah. And I'd, I'd laughed like three times. It's not like Theo Vaughn where I've laughed every second for the whole special. Yes. Exactly. Or anything John Mulaney ever wrote. Um, ever wrote. And then the other thing, I almost forgot it, uh, was I watched part of Tom Segura's Mostly Stories, I think. That's another good one. I think it was Mostly Stories. Which one does he talk about? Um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah, he meets Mike Tyson on the airplane. And he talks about how he's talking to him on the on the airplane. He's like, Tom, where's your show at? It's I, I think that's mostly stories. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's I watched that. That's all I got. He's, he, he's hilarious. He's so funny. That's all I got. Which which one of you two hasn't talked yet, Scott? I think that's me. Yeah. That's you, Scott. Go my for it, Scott. Super short. I watched my normal Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and some rewatching of uh, Supernatural. But then I just got stuck watching this new show that I'm digging pretty much called Carter. It got added to Crave. Uh, it's got Carter. Jerry O'Connell in it. And the way okay. I think of it as, like, the way it, it to me, I, like, I thought about how I described it. Do you feel it like guys. it's you? No, no, no. I was going to say, this is like, <laughs> it's psych, guys. Just, it's not a, like, it's not a pretend psychic. This guy just used to be an actor who played a detective so that's the gimmick but it's still it's oh! like psych. okay i've i've totally seen that one on on tv you like probably it's canadian for it yeah yeah it's straight canadian okay, it's yeah. filmed in like it's filmed in canada it takes place in canada like it takes place in the small canadian okay. town where this guy's like this, it just started too yeah it's yeah. really recent, I, I just like, saw a scene the other day like a, a snippet on facebook or instagram or something like yeah. advertising for it where he's like sitting in church and he's talking with somebody about how like there's a chick he used to bang over in the corner and like he's using him for like acting tips or something like that or like he's trying to base himself off of this this guy and it's just like super awkward and he's like well I gotta go and just gets up and leaves yeah I haven't gotten Cause, like, that he, he's one of those actors that like I, I, I like his stuff I don't like him does that make sense like 
something about it, like I look at him and I'm like, mm, you look like you want to be Brendan Fraser, and you're not Brendan Fraser. No, like um, I feel like maybe no. I'm biased because I just can't accept anything bad about Jerry O'Connell. He started sliders. It's <laughs> <That's> my favorite <laughs> show. That's fair. <laughs> and he's Canadian, uh, which I forgot to mention when we did our Canadian episode. I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. I'm like he's 90 born years old. Late, my man. He's born in New York City. Well, definitely not Canadian. Take it back. Maybe grew up Take in it Canada. Back, Scott. Did he grow up in Canada? Maybe. Uh, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. There's some connection uh, to Canada. I know he lives in Canada now. Italian. Spent his early years in Manhattan with his parents and younger brother, who's also an actor. Did commercial work in TV before getting the role of Vern Tessio in the popular film Stand by Me. Opposite yeah. River. Stand uh, by me. I uh, starred in the film Calendar Girl opposite Jason Priestley. Um, he was Frank Cushman in Jerry Maguire. Okay, I he must have just been yes, thinking that he lives in Canada now. Because I think his wife's Canadian. Uh, he plays Superman and Clark Kent in the upcoming Reign of the Superman. Yeah, he's done a few of uh, Superman voice acting. Yeah. Like a few of the animated ones, I believe. Uh, the Death of Superman. Uh, he's in all of them. Like all of the new them? animated DC ones. Yeah, I thought ones, so. Yeah. Yeah. I know he'd, he'd done a bunch of them. But yeah, no, I love that guy. And this, like a... The, the show though I think you both would enjoy because it's that same kind of psych kind of uh, like week okay. to week these two guys who shouldn't be helping solve crimes helping solving crimes you know what I mean but like the, instead of it okay. being like oh fake psychic the premise is oh he used he's to be he's just an actor he's an actor who used to be pl- like that played a, a detective and everybody in town because it's a small Canadian town right so the, the like he helped with the in the pilot he helps with it, like solve a murder right and then the mayor's like, oh, he's going to be an honorary, you know, detective now, right? And obviously okay. the cops are like, no. And okay, so it's it's Psych meets the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with our beloved Nathan Fillion, who plays the uh, the detective yeah. on TV, who like, thinks he's actually a detective. That's, That's exactly the, the way to do it, actually. Okay. That's minus Nathan Fillion, so it's criminal. Well, minus the perfection that is Nathan Fillion. Yeah. yeah. But see, like to me, Jerry O'Connell's pretty close because I love that guy. He's great. He's funny. Okay. He's charming. Just, but he's not Nathan like Fillion. Him. He's well. I, I didn't say he was. I just said to me, he's up there. I like him. He's a good guy. That's fair. He was in Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, like Sliders just won me over. Like he can do no wrong in my mind. Now. Well, not no wrong, but not on TV. TV, you can just do whatever. He was in a show called Carpool once, where the whole show's premise is there people carpooling back and forth to work. That's all the show took place during, was in a car. Okay, that's just like Train 48, which was a TV show about the GO Train. That makes sense. Which no, I, got it. I actually loved that show back in the day. It was on at 7 o'clock. We had dinner at 7.30 p.m. every night at my grandparents' house and the cottage. And when I was done dinner, I had to scarf that shit down so I could go watch Train 48 and watch the drama that was happening on a GO train. Well, see, that's For those like- of you outside of Ontario who don't know what a GO train is, it is our partial cross, cross the GTA it's, it's transit high, line. It's high-speed commuter rail. Yes. Well, it's like medium-speed commuter rail because there's so many faster trains. Holy Y'all crap. ever been passed it's by on a via rail Prime on video. a go train? Guess what I'm watching this week. What's on Prime Video? Train 48. Is it? Yeah. Are you shit? You're shitting me. <laughs> no. It's on. It's on Prime. Apparently, apparently, that doesn't surprise me. What? 
This used to be, oh my god, you just made my day, Craig. <laughs> Train 48 was incredibly boring. People doing bad improvisation and trying to be dramatic or funny or even worse dramatic and funny at the same time. I don't understand how a show this boring and poorly produced could ever make it onto TV. Do you watch- It was on- Do you watch on Canadian Global? television, what do you, you idiots? They didn't even have a writer for crying out loud. Actually, I do understand they made they did it because it was incredibly cheap in a Canadian Proust TV show. Well, that makes sense. It doesn't matter that it was horrible and boring. It just mattered that it was produced in Canada and gave money to some bad Canadian directors, writers, actors, producers. Then the show finally gets canned oh and they move on God. to the next horrible Canadian producer show that has no hopes of success and no hope of finding an audience that actually would want to watch it. It was on every day. It must have taken about three minutes to write. The problem is when you don't have much going on, you let all these actors improvise all their lines. You end up with, with pointless scenery chewing and overly dramatic scenes that nobody wants or needs to okay. see just to film I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil for I you. wish I knew who this was. You. Uh, if, if you're listening, Maxim Roy, when you wrote your stupid user review on the 16th of June 2009 on IMDb, uh, no one cares about your opinion. <laughs> I have a podcast and you don't. <laughs> you that don't know we that, know actually. of. You don't know that. <laughs> that's, that's Everybody fair. has a podcast. That's, <laughs> that's more downloads. I'm going to spoil it for you. The best part of the series is a climax at one point where there's a guy who's getting married. Everyone that he sits with on the train, because they all sit in the same spot every day on the train, they know each other. And it turns out that he's in love with one of the women that he rides the train with. And he butt dials his fiance. And I remember being like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And I was so psyched for the next episode. I don't think I watched anything so after that. so bad. It's going to be so good, man. It, I know what Kendall and I are going to watch this looks, weekend. It looks so bad, but it was looks like it was clearly filmed on a go train. It is. <laughs> it's 100% filmed on the go train, man. Like Like I'm pretty sure I've sat in that seat. We have definitely sat in that seat on the way to the Argos game last year, 100%. Ugh. That's that's amazing. This is I, as Canadian as it gets, okay? I can't like Canadian content shouldn't surprise me, and yet somehow it still manages to do that for me. I'm so psyched that it's on Amazon Prime. Scott, you were talking about what you watched this week. That was it, though. That hell? was it. That was how the all. hell did I? Get, how did we get on a train for the? Because we were talking about Canadian you guys. TV shows. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Because we went to. We were talking about Carter. Because he was talking about his his yes. The uh, the show with Jerry O'Connell, yes, Rush Hour, or whatever it was. Yeah. Somehow we managed to get onto Train Forty Eight. Fair enough, but I do believe that is we're calling this an episode. Are we calling this an episode? I believe yeah. so. Uh, I don't want to say it way too early, but this may be our shortest one yet. That's possible. Thanks for listening, guys. I've got an hour. Um, all right. See you next oh, week. Did you guys miss my pun? I said Hanks for listening. Yeah, it was funny. Tom Hanks. Damn, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.